What is good, motherfuckers? This is the Be Cool Podcast. We are back. Another one. Another, another one. If you can hear it. The sound of the sonic boom still raining through the F-15s flying high above the skies. Or I should say, high in the sky. Just like I am. High in the sky. Burlington, Chittenden County. Just living the dream. A little cold out today. The sun's out melting the snow that came down. Southern Vermont, middle middle Vermont getting a little bit of snow this week, this weekend. It is Thursday, thirsty Thursday. NFL football finally concluded their week last night. Well, yesterday afternoon. 3.30 game, Steelers. Didn't watch it. I don't got time for that. My fantasy team sucks. The Bills won last weekend. We beat the Chargers. Bills, 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 baby. Go Bills. That's how we do it. We're on a run for the Super Bowl this year. We can't wait to raise that Lombardi trophy. Say fuck all y'all. Josh Allen, superstar quarterback. The wide receiving core, even without Josh Brown. Oh, Josh Brown. Oh, Johnny Brown. How about that? Little John Brown. Big Bad Brown. Don't be talking that shit. I know what's going on. Names and things sometimes with the dementia gets a little confusing. Confusing. (laughs) That sonic boom's still in my fucking ear. If you don't know about the sonic boom, let me just tell you a little story. Yesterday, Wednesday, that's November, I mean, (laughs) December 2nd. I'm still stuck on 41. November 27th, 41. It's December 2nd, sonic boom. Now, we're not talking Guile from Street Fighter here. No Sonic Boom that way. We're not talking uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. We're not talking the Supersonics in Seattle. That turned into the Oklahoma Thunder that you may know now. They're having some troubles over there with uh, what they're trying to figure out. But they got a lot of draft picks. We'll get to the NBA in just a little bit. But the Sonic Boom heard from Ontario to Virginia... All over the East Coast, a meteor entered our atmosphere 22 miles above the surface over western New York. It disintegrated, but as it entered, as it flew overhead, sonic boom, blasting, shaking houses, shaking other things, (laughs) maybe shaking that ass. But that sonic boom was heard from Ontario to Virginia, what a people didn't know what was going on it's hunting season in half the country people are going crazy i don't know if there's a guy with a musket out there maybe a muzzle loader maybe a shotgun mossberg those are the gun enthusiasts the wackos the wickeds shout out to wicked wood what a beautiful table so i don't know if you caught any of it there's pictures online a couple videos i think you can see some uh i think the ontario got some good footage from it Maybe Western New York also. Big flash as it disintegrated. Interesting information. Disintegrated kind of like this Trump presidency. As you see, that's the only little only thing I'm going to talk about pol- policy-wise. But, obviously, federal courts, nothing. There's no, there's no evidence of anything. All those cases have been thrown out. It's all in the Supreme. Now, 
Donald Trump, the president of the United States, who has a few more weeks left in office, is asking the Supreme Court now to take care of it. Well, there's no evidence. There's nothing. Nothing can be done. There's no cases. The attorney general yesterday, Barr, (coughs) as you know that, another lackey for Donald Trump, came out to save his own ass so maybe he can get a job in the future, saying that there's no evidence of any widespread fraud fraud anywhere we all knew it was a lie it's bullshit people are gonna you know talk all their shit it is what it is they just can't deal with losses just like i said the confederates back in the day that's why they gotta have the confederate flag the robert E. leaf statues all that racial tension because they just can't get over the fact that they were doing wrong shit and they don't want to admit to doing wrong shit so that's where that's where we lie. That's where Donald Trump lies. You know, Giuliani's still uh, leaking from the head. But the Bills win. Westbrook, NBA news. Russell Westbrook traded for John Wall, point guard for point guard trade. The Rockets couldn't can't trade Harden right now to Brooklyn. They don't want to trade him. So they deal Westbrook. For John Wall, who has basically no legs left. But it's a contract. It's a switch up. It's something that who knows what's going to happen. I don't think it's good for either team. Washington has uh, some good young stars. And, well, Westbrook is not a really a ball hog. He's a he's an active kind of player. And, you know, Bradley Beal's a hell of a shooter, offensive threat. Becoming a not a bad defensive player also. So maybe it is a good deal for Washington in the abstract. We'll see what happens. But they they both make $40 million a year. So how that ends up on the books, we'll see what happens. But Washington has a young squad. The Rockets are terrible. So maybe it is a better deal for Washington to get rid of John Wall, who hasn't played in two years, for Westbrook, who actually you know, is a triple-double walking on the basketball court. So we'll see what happens, you know, all the success to any basketball player out there. We don't shed hate. We love sports. We love athletes. We love the the dedication, the perseverance through hard times, injuries coming out of some of the most, you know, god awful places that where hope and despair is I mean, where hope is in exchange for despair. And most of most of America could care less about what happens to people there. And that's unfortunate. And it's only until they're on their TV once a week or five times a week that they actually have an under, not an understanding, but uh, recognize a life. You know, it's kind of like uh, a pro-life doctor doesn't mind killing babies unless they grow up to be doctors. That's just the way it is. You know, there's a, there's a, it's just a, a terrible situation. The mindset that, you know, that works in our, in our society from top to bottom, left to right. It's just, un, it's unbelievable that in this, the place that we're at right now. And I'm going to play a little, a clip, a, a great speech that Lauren Hill gave. I just watched a couple days ago. And this woman is been in Jamaica since putting out her album after misintroduction of uh, miseducation, miseducation to Lauren Hill. 
and I mean a dynamite album. And she's been living in Jamaica. She is a Marley member. She's part of the family. She has children. Married to a Marley son. And it's a it's nice to see this woman who has, you know, had the time and took the time to understand a great number of things speak so eloquently without even even without even having prepared a speech just off the cuff talking about morality and duty as human beings and so I'll play that speech at the end of this podcast because it's unbelievable and I'll put the link in the description so if you want to watch the video of her speaking it's only like nine minutes long so it's pretty good it's I mean it took my breath away because it's kind of the uh, my mindset of what I'm trying to get across in the podcast on a weekly basis I'm trying to punch through these these thoughts and these ideas that every American or every human being I should say should have you know, poverty shouldn't exist, hunger shouldn't exist. With all the technology and all the wealth that we have accumulated in this world, people shouldn't be going through those those issues. People should have the adequate things to survive every day. So make sure you listen to that at the end of the podcast. Let me know what you say at Reese45MC, Instagram. Twitter, check out the Twitch is going to be popping off after, I'm going to say YouTube and Twitch will should be popping off a little after Christmas. I'm still putting some things together for equipment wise. I need to get a capture card, an external capture card so I can, you know, get everything properly done. So be prepared for that. I'm excited about it. Just another media platform to be on top of. And hopefully we can, uh, you know, jump this shit off the right way. I got the, I got basically everything I need right now. So we're going to hopefully get that done for not just the Be Cool podcast, but for all y'all motherfuckers out there who may not even be listening right now. So... Westbrook for Wall in the NBA, not a bad deal. Anthony Davis, champions, Lakers. Anthony Davis, LeBron James extended their contract. Anthony Davis signs, you know, he's going to make $40 million a year. It's like 190 for four years. Then you got LeBron James, a two-year contract for $90 million. And it's just unbelievable. That's just unbelievable amounts of money. But those are the top players. They would just want a championship together. And they got to keep that. To, and probably Giannis is not going to go over there. If you, this is just overviews of you know some, some basketball topics. You know how we do this. The rundown on the podcast. Just the way that we get ourselves going. Get the body revving up. Feeling that feel. Letting the chronic settle in. Getting the mind. Let it meld to the stem cells get it so that's where we're at in the nba like i said the bills won fucking right we did we're gonna be a super bowl champion lombardi trophy we already know what's going on good news hopefully 
COVID vaccine looks like it's on its way to frontline staff, medical doctors. You know, this we haven't seen the results of Thanksgiving yet. A lot of travel, a lot of people together. So we're going to find out in the next couple weeks where where that lies, how all that affects everything that we uh, know that's happening today. We lost the most amount of people in our country yesterday, highest number of deaths in a day. Sad, 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 sad. But it's because of not doing what should have been done months ago. There should have been a complete, you got to say, fuck, you can't just go, oh, half, half, half-hazardly and fuck it. The government, the federal government didn't take charge and do what it was supposed to do. The task force that was billed fucked off. They said, open the shit, blah, blah, blah. And we're at the peak of where we have never been. So we're at the top of the mountain right now. And maybe the mountain's even going to grow higher and higher. But hopefully this vaccine... And that up until maybe the summer is going to get to the regular people, us walking around the streets, not wearing masks, wearing masks, the ones that are going to figure this shit out. Hopefully that vaccine is going to be available to us, the plebes, by the end of by summer or the end of the summer. We'll find we'll see what happens. The government's not the best on, uh, you know, aiding the health of America, obviously, healthcare is not free for everybody. Not everybody has healthcare, even though we do have the Affordable Care Act. Um, people are dying from a pandemic because the information wasn't given properly. Things weren't done properly to curve the situation, and. This is and there's no stimulus. Another stimulus is not in nowhere to be found. There's nowhere to be found. If you think you're going to get a stimulus package by the end of this year, you're, that's not going to happen. These people have no faith. I mean, I have no faith in these people, Democrats or Republicans, because it's just it's fucking disgusting. These people are sitting idly by while human beings are hungry, starving, can't pay their bills. Businesses are closing. I just heard that Boyden Winery in Cambridge, Vermont. Beautiful wine they have there. Big Barn Red, one of my favorite reds ever. They're closing their doors. They can't survive. One of my favorite restaurants, Waterworks. The best drinks you could find in the state. Best drinks I've ever had anywhere. That's closed. Who knows what happens now. That's just locally. I'm not talking about worldwide, nationwide. It's it, it's just complete devastation. And people didn't want to take it seriously. People complained about their rights. And this is where we are. Because of all the complaining, all the craziness, all the made-up stories, this is where we are as a society, as a country, as a as a nation as a people and it's just it's mind-blowing that this happens because of your wanting to complain and hear your own voice and have something to get excited about other than just living life 
like getting up every day is a struggle. You kind of just understand we have a huge problem. It's not going to be fixed by running around in the streets or going to bars and partying or going to the beaches and celebrating the summer or having Thanksgiving dinner with people that you see every day. We just got to understand it. we are not at the end of the road here. The mountain is going to continue to rise and where we choose to jump off is up to each of us individually because nobody's leading this ship. Nobody's taking control. Ask yourself, where is the Corona Task Force that was built and founded by the president, ran by the vice president? Where has that task force been in the last five months? Ask yourself that, find the facts, and then come talk to me about it. Actually, don't come talk to me about it. I already know what happened. Talk to, to talk to yourself. Understand what happened. It's kind of like watching a movie. You know, if you if you if you're if you like watching movies or you like TV shows and you're into those shows, usually you pay attention and you understand what's going on in the movie or who what the killer was or try to find out what's happening. What's the gist of this story they're telling me? In real life, people don't do that. People choose a side and they stick to the side and don't listen to the reality. That's how we are. That's where we are. That's who we are, and it's an unfortunate thing. It's a mess. It's fucked up. And I got to talk about it because this is a, a thing that happens on a daily basis. So hopefully that COVID vaccine can help quill some of this, some of these uh, unfortunate minds that are running around there free and rampant. I don't know if you saw this weekend, big fight. Mike Tyson, it was all for charity. Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. You had Nate Robinson versus Jake Paul, a YouTube star. Nate Robinson got knocked the fuck out. He went none night. His meme was all over the internet. Don't know if you saw it. I watched the fight. Beautiful, beautiful fight. All It was great. It was great to watch Mike Tyson, Roy Jones go... I don't know, eight rounds they went. One won a, won a bottle of champagne off of Rymo. He didn't know what was going on. He thought he knew what the fuck. Actually, he, we bet on the Jake Paul fight. He doesn't know what's going on. He only knew Nate Robinson was a slam dunk champion and thought that means he could land a punch. Well, just because you can dunk don't mean you can knock somebody out. Jake Paul knocked that motherfucker out quick. That's what, that was a nun ace. He hit the nighttime switch, and you know when you see the stars on the top of the ceiling, the glow in the darks? They were out there. You saw a little bird flying between them too. It was a beautiful thing. I love a good boxing fight. I like it when it's a mismatch. I like when it's people you've never seen before. Just like that rough and rowdy stuff. Gotta go watch that. Go and go enjoy some of that. I don't know if you were involved with a lot of the Cyber Monday, the Black Friday sales this past weekend, but unbelievable. Unbelievable amount of people buying online. I don't know why it took so long for people to understand how to do this and why to do it. Kind of makes sense now because you can't really go anywhere. But, I mean, you can go there, but it's nobody wants to take a chance now because they understand it. They see the numbers are growing. The fear starting to tick back in. Well, the fear got so big that UPS has had to tell their people not to accept any more packages from 
Gap, Macy's, Nike, etc. Three other big names that I can't run off the top of my head right now. So if you ordered from them and you took the long way around, your packages might be delayed a little bit. Luckily, I ordered mine before Black Friday. So um, my nice new pairs of shoes that came in are here. I'm still waiting on some nice bedding for, uh, you know, my little tuchus. I like the soft sheets. I'm talking 600 thread count to 1,000. I like those pillows, the wamusas, the wasamuta, the wamsudas. I don't know what they're called. The wasudas, wamasuda, wamsuda, wasuda. These things, I've never had one in my own bed. Usually, if I get a pillow... It's all fucked up. It's soft for a second. It's made out of that shit cotton that people use underneath their trees. Christmas trees. As fake snow. Could never find this pillow. Well, I did my... I did the dirty work. I did my due diligence. I did the... I did what some people don't know how to do. Is go detective mode. You gotta find... If you wanna find something, you gotta go find it. If you want something that bad, you gotta research. You gotta, you got to want to know if the Loch Ness monster is real. Is Bigfoot alive in the Andes somewhere? I'm not going to the Andes, but you know, I don't mind watching a few videos to see if that foot really is real. Is that hair a bear? Is it a wolf? Is it the guy who's doing the camera work? We gotta find out this information. And I, you know, I, I like to be surprised once in a while. So I finally found the pillows. I even went a little extra, got myself a duck feather pillow. We'll see how soft that some bitch is. It's supposed to be super soft, but if it's not soft, I'll, I'll tell you. I don't do the fuck around. When I sleep is a much needed part of human life. It regenerates your body. It allows things to heal. That's why when you're sick, you're supposed to stay home, lay in bed, relax. You don't want to lay in bed for five days straight unless you're, you know, deathly ill. You don't want those bed sores. You don't want things, you know, start getting uh, a little tampered with. You just have to, uh, you know, take in the time, the rest. Let your let the fluids go into the body, come out of the body. Do the deep cleanse. Have some nice shakes. When I say shakes, I'm not talking you know, uh, Shake Shack or milkshakes, you want to have some of those cleansing Drake uh, drinks. Drake, I don't know why Drake is popping out of my head. You know, some kale, cucumber, apples, lemon, ginger, a little bit of water. Put in that Nutribullet. Make things happen. Drink that shit up. Enjoy your life. And, you know, stay safe. Maybe some beets in there if you feel good about it. Hopefully you're not still eating Thanksgiving leftovers you know, you don't need all that. Just take a break. Enjoy yourself. But don't eat all that garbage. That shit is all... Unless you're just eating the turkey breasts that are left over. That turkey meat's okay. But you don't need that stuffing. Stuffing's garbage. It's all bread. Unless it's, you know, you're making that homemade stuffing. I just don't make sourdough. Some nice, like, real baked sourdough. Not that shit that's full of fucking uh, sugar and yap yap. You want to stay away from that as much as possible. Don't go. You don't have to go to wealthy living to survive healthily. Health. <laughs> oh man, I don't even know why these words are getting letters added to them or taken away. But it is 
what it is today. It's Friday. Well, it's Thursday. The weekend I was supposed to be going away. I may still be going away, but there's other things. I got Madden for the PS5. Not the PS4 version. The PS5 version finally came out today, so that's downloading. Got that free because I won a copy on it of it on Twitter this past uh, last month. So I'm excited about that. I got, my PS5 is going to be loaded. I got the, I got Madden. I got 2K, which is beautiful. I mean, it's unbelievable how good this game is. I mean, I shouldn't say how good the game is. How beautiful, how visually beautiful it looks. I couldn't be more impressed by the visuals I'm getting without eating mushrooms and smoking weed all day. But the PS5 is just gorgeous. I can't wait for this summer when some other games are going to come out that are just... You know, mind blowing. Hopefully, we get a Grand Theft Auto update or a Red Dead Redemption. I'd like to see a little. I like. I just love visuals. That's why I love 4K movies. I love the crispness. I like to see things in scenes that I haven't seen before due to quality. So that's where we're at. And I hope that this holiday season. You know, Christmas is 22 days away. That we still can find a way to cherish what this time of year means. Even without with all the chaos. And don't forget, black lives do matter still. I know sometimes that all with all this craziness, the election, all this shit kind of uh, got disappeared. And I told you this during the NBA playoffs. And during the NBA Finals, during the NBA bubble in Orlando, that this was going to happen. This was exactly going to happen. That people forgot that Black Lives Matter. This shit should be still all over the news. It should be all over the world. And it's actually up to our country to make that a constant, a constant um, topic of discussion. And why this has faded away from social media and from the voices that have been so prominent in talking about it over the last, I don't know, five months. I am, I'm lost. I'm, I, don't, I don't know why LeBron James is not talking about it. I know he has just got his contract. I know he's probably been doing production. But what matters? What matters? Is it a matter about you doing... You win in a championship or that your son has a a better, I shouldn't say a better, but a more, not that, not that either. That society values him as a person more after you're gone and when he's your age than they do for you. That's where I think that our society has got to figure that out. And I understand that black voices have been talking about this since slavery ended. About equality, about freedoms and just and realities. But they has been pushed to the side. And while these voices that are so strong and relative today aren't talking about it right now, still is a, a huge problem. And I, I think that more white people need to be dealing with this and speaking about this. But that also has faded away. You know, you heard about it in the elections a little bit. But Sleepy Joe, you know, that, that's just uh, 
there's going to be an uphill battle regardless of society and social justice for him to get anything done if he loses those two Georgia Senate races that are going to take place in January. So hopefully we can find our way around and through this bullshit that's clouding a majority of the problems that our society has because there's no there's no end game here if we can't if we can't, if we can't really understand what has caused the downfall of our society why we don't we aren't the best country in the world why we aren't the best we don't have the best schools while we don't have the the best health care while we don't have and people can say blah 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 they could say healthcare. They could say, "Oh, well, we people do come here for." We do have the best doc. Well, that's that's fine, but just because we have the the hospitals that can do some of the best surgeries doesn't mean that those doctors are not from other countries and haven't come here to go to school at a college. Doesn't that a a college that can teach some of the the best top five surgeons does not make the educational system in our country the best because the people that live in this country are not getting that education and understanding what they can ultimately become there's a and i'm not saying that everybody's like that i'm saying that there's a part of our society that doesn't even have that dream that doesn't even see that as a career goal because when you have to live with bullets going by or going through your door when you're not part of any crime by just the environment that you live in that was built and bred by the country that you live in there's there's never going to be an outlook for your future that is the president of the United States or the best surgeon in the world or you know a police chief or a great many other things because there's jobs that don't exist in that bubble other than working at KFC McDonald's working at FedEx Working at the airport, on the runways, working in baggage claims. There's a a lot of people don't understand or see or want to know that that does exist far greater than you could believe. And people do have to work at every place. People have to work at Walmart, obviously. People have to work at Macy's and Nike. You know, people have to do some of the hardest things. People have to work on infrastructure. People have to work on the roads, on the railways. People have to work at the ports. People have to drive boats, drive taxis, drive Ubers. People have to clean floors. But if people don't have everybody, if everybody in this country doesn't have the opportunity as at an education it doesn't matter the salary you're making. It doesn't matter the job that you have. Because you're already set back 
from becoming the best that you could be because you don't have the ability to know. You haven't given everybody the chance to have an understanding or the mind to think freely and subjectively and to problem solve. These are, you know, fortunately for me, I went to a school and I'm white that I was afforded all of that information. How I took it in, if I took it in at all, if I did homework, if I cared about tests, that that was up to me at the end of the day. But I was absolutely given every chance. I went to college. I fucked that off. But I fucked it off for a reason. Because I was... Live, I, I was learning a different thing when I was at college. I didn't care about the things they were teaching me because I already knew them. Not being cocky, I said I already knew them because of doing the television show for two and a half years in high school. I knew all that information. I could care less about that shit. But the thing is, I was learning a... I was understanding people. I was learning from people about their lives. I was learning about what other people went through. I was learning about other cultures, other other ways of thinking outside of the teachers and classes that I was supposed to, that I paid for, well, <laughs> that I paid that I paid for in a great abundance, not just financially. But I said fuck all that. And eventually I met the person that got me into making music. And that story is, you've already heard some of that. You've already heard my Lebanon stories. You've heard, you know, some of the concerts. But I, you know, there's there's a hundred other things that I could talk about making music that aren't just entertaining. They are the the truths of not making it successfully in that, in making music or not successful at graduating from college so those those differences and i was just blessed that i had i was afforded those opportunities but that's because of the color of my skin and where i lived i just got i'm just as lucky as a graduate from yale that was able to get into school because their parents went there or their father went there, or their mother went there, because they're alumni. And they were able to get there, and they, you know, they cared about going to class. They got, but it's all this stuff is lottery. Not everybody is born a millionaire or a billionaire, but some people are born into families that their parents have money, and they don't have to worry about eating ramen at two o'clock in the morning or. What they're going to have for dinner on Friday night. They're able to go on yachts on and party all summer. They get to go across the seas and just take over, you know, Greece for a summer or a week or two or a weekend. But life is a lottery. Not every, it's just, it's the luck of the draw. You know, my parents have never been able to give me anything other than love and support. There's no financial help or aid that I get or have gotten in my life. 
Not a cent came for financial aid or tuition for college, the two years that I went. Everything in my life I've paid for myself. Sometimes Lebanese Drake has helped me out on a nice uh, a wedding weekend when a cracker was just at the end of his wits. Got a little payday loan and you pay a boy back. It may have taken six or seven months, but you pay a man back. You know, that's uh, that's where we are as a human being. You know, you have to, you know, you got to trust in the people that trust in you. Care about the people that care about you. And if you those things aren't reciprocate, reciprocated, then we are, there's no balance. But the life is a complete lottery. You don't choose who you're born or you don't choose who your parents are. You can choose your friends, but you don't choose who your parents are. There's benefits in, and there's there's benefits in some parts of life. And in others, there could be complete downfall. People who are born into rich families can sometimes be drug drug addicts, can some have depression because maybe those parents work a lot. Maybe they're never around. Maybe they don't care, really have that parent inclination of, you know, being a nurturer. So maybe you don't have a connection with that. But you have everything in the world, so you don't know, you don't you don't understand really the emotions and the waves that that brings. It happens all over every part of society. But some people don't even have that opportunity. So you got to think about where you are, how you got there, and be thankful if you've had those opportunities presented for you, and you've never had to. Worked, work exactly the, as hard as some other people that have to work three, four jobs during college to get through, to pay for it, to graduate, and then work even harder to rise to the top of whatever industry that they are part of. You know, sacrifice is a is a hard thing, especially when you're a parent or if you are a your spouse you have to you know learn how to if you care enough you have to learn how to adjust life in certain ways to promote success and like i said i'm just a i'm i feel blessed every day even though i am far from successful my peace of mind my ability to you know, forget about anything that is negative. My ability to see everything for the the reality that it is, is a bonus for me, is what allows me to be happy every day. I don't sit in negativity. I don't thrive in pain. I love joy. I love smiling. I love watching other people be successful. I love helping others when I can, if I know that they need help. I'm happy to do all that. 
and I don't need a damn thing except for, you know, maybe, uh, you know, a drink or in a dinner because of it. I don't it just, you know, make me something nice. Don't bother. When I say make me something nice, make it, make that shit nice. But there's no, I don't, I don't feel beholden to anything. I don't feel like I have to do this podcast every week. I chose to do this podcast every week. Selfish reasons, yes. Because it is, like I say, it's therapy. It's nice to be able to speak about these things without having another person arguing with what you're saying because they just disagree with it. I'm not here to have disagreements. I'm just here to give information. And if the information that you hear is something you don't like, that's not my problem. This is just the information as clear as day that I can give it to you. I don't hold any bias towards anything. If Donald Trump was saving lives every day, I'd be telling you that. But he's not doing it. Hasn't done it. So I can only give you that information. It's an unfortunate thing, but it is the way it is. You know, it's hard to report on things that are negative when they're really negative. Because it's sad. It's disturbing. But it is where we are. And where I am is just spitting into a mic every week. Trying to get some of this weight off of my shoulders. And at the same time, trying to figure out how to make it better. How to do better. How to be better. You know, what? what is the next move? What, what can allow success to be grown out of what's happening? So that's why I have, you know, I have uh, thoughts. And that's why I have the an open ear to listen to great many ideas. Being able to implement those become a problem sometimes because of a great many things. And most of it, 90% lays on my shoulders. It's in my lap. It's how I decide to maneuver through and around those issues. So, you know, my apologies if I seem to have done that with a slow pace. And if that's the case, I, you know, I could take the blame for that. I always do take the blame because I understand it's easier because it's easier for me to do that for other people. You know, I, I don't need another person stressing over shit that I can just take and say, my bad, blah, 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 because I can throw that shit out the window. Those bad things do not reside on my shoulders. I just talk about them with a free spirit because that's what it should be. Things bad things are going to happen to a lot of people. And when I, I you know now that I th- I'm talking about this, I think about a young woman well a couple years younger than me heather liberty lost her 16 year old son this week in a car crash in milton and she's just a few years younger than me she went to high school with me and just i could never even imagine that being a parent and losing your 16 year old being 40 years old 39 years old and losing your 16 year old kid to some freak accident that's i mean that's that's not where we should be, man. That's not how life should be. But that's unfortunate. That's that's the reality we live in. This is the world we live in. Accidents happen. People die all the time. But that pain, you no one wants to know that pain. Nobody wants to know what that young woman's going through right now. Nobody wants to feel that. 
You can shower somebody with love and affection and they can be gone today or tomorrow like that. How you move on, how you honor that life is what makes a person who they are. That's what shows the strength and the willpower of a human being. Going through that kind of devastation, that kind of loss, that kind of pain and continuing on in life to be great to honor that life and that soul as you honored it while it was alive you know embracing that so we'll see what happens in these next few months the transition is going to begin in our country and hopefully we'll we'll figure some of this these things out in our society minus the partisan bullshit it don't matter. Republican and Democratic shit is so old and far-fetched. It's like when I, when people spit religion, like all that shit's all good. Like if you if you if that makes you, if you have a moral compass because you are religious, that's good. But don't have a moral. Uh, don't believe that your life is you're better than another person because you are religious. Because there's an abundance of religions out there that people believe in where they are devoted to that religion but they don't feel like they are superior in any way just because they are Muslim or Hindu or Catholic or Christian or Judas or Judas Judas is a different person altogether or Jewish so just understand those things don't don't try to deflect people away embrace them what makes us different is what makes us so great remember we're all apes we're all the same little chimpanzees trying to figure this shit out everybody just wants a bigger gun that's where we at so i love y'all love each other and stop all this bullshit this republican democratic shit is stupid is it's old it's outdated it doesn't make any sense And remember, be cool, motherfuckers. The Be Cool podcast has been brought to you by Lebanese Drake. So bad, Europe and Asia put him on exile. Eating all the tuna tartare this side of the Mississippi. You can find him on Snapchat, mlander86. Good luck. Go back and get your old school album and listen to Miss Lauren Hill. (laughs) Just say hello. Just please. Hi, everybody. Um, <laughs> I, what, what am I doing? I, I came sort of late in the program. I kind of listened to some of the things that, that people have had to say. I think early on, I was in arts and music. I had a brother who was, in, who was in the tech space, ironically. When I was a child, my father was a computer programmer and an entrepreneur. My mother was an English teacher. And... Uh, we kind of grew up, my brother and I, the fusion of those energies and those directions and those, those focuses. I heard you, Chameleon, talk about your thirst for information. I think that thirst for information is a thirst for empowerment, which is also connected to a thirst for freedom. I remember this, this was like, I want to say, you know, late 90s, early 2000s. I saw my brother, you know, he had very high hopes about the potential of the tech space. But I don't think that at that point we had come together. We weren't walking together. It was sort of 
There were people who were like makers of content, and then there were text-based professionals and people who had a desire, right, to be in this space. But I don't think at that point that they understood to what degree they had to hold hands in order to make the relationship successful. I think since I've been away and as time has passed, those two communities are holding hands much better. They have a better respect for each other. You know, um, I used to say something jokingly back in the day about how you had street folks who kind of legitim legitimized the academics and the academics who legitimized what the people on the streets were doing. Even the concept that you mentioned just now about the inner nerd, I think what's happening is, is that everybody is sort of being allowed to be themselves, meaning that the, the street intellectual is acknowledging that he's an intellectual, you know what I mean? Or he also is an academic of something. And then you have the people who are in the academic space and they realize that they also have a world of experience and desires, culturally, creatively, that they want to also aspire to. I think before, in the world, there was this huge schism, right? There was, it's kind of like uh, the history of slavery where you had the, the, the house slave, right, and the, and the slave in the field. You had people who were given permission or who were granted permission to reach a certain academic status. And in order to, to get to that academic level, they had to sort of divorce themselves of every other drive and all, all the other energies. And then you had the people who were left in the fields who had these very raw energies, you know, they were life, life force energies, but they weren't really allowed with the, with the volatility, you know, and the hostility that came from the experience of slavery to touch the academic spaces. There were few people within that community who could touch both worlds. They, they crossed both spaces. They were both academics and they were also, um, they also had access to the streets. Musicians, many musicians, people in the music world were able to do that. Right, they were, people say, uh, you know, where's your inner CEO if you were a rapper? But if you were a rapper, you had to be CEO of something in order for you to be in a platform, to be doing what you were doing in that place on any, any level of, of, of significance. Um, I just wanna say that I'm, I'm seeing the world sort of come, come together more. These energies have always been around. You know, this, this thing, we term it hustle, but it's really just the ingenuity necessary to survive, you know, and navigate in the world. We call it hustle because um, I imagine that's just, you know, our way of giving it a name because sometimes we want to divorce ourselves from, from the academic space because that academic space was a source of brutality and hostility for a long time. But the reality of it, still, of it is, is it's still wisdom, it's still knowledge, it's still invention, it's still development, you know, and it's still progress. So I think as we kind of pull back these labels, we can acknowledge brilliance in the streets, we can acknowledge soul in the academic space, and we can allow these things to come together. Um, the world is filled with way too many bright people for us to still have the problems that we have in the world. It's, it's gonna be our shame, you know what I mean? That we don't sit together and create people who invest with thought and consideration and care to solve the world's problems. If we can do all these things, all these things that we do digitally, technologically, economically, we can feed people, we can, we can educate people through poverty, we can solve the problems of poverty. Poverty isn't even something that should exist in this world at this point, because we have wealth, we have intellect, we have the ability to develop and design and create whatever we want to. The question is, is do we want to? That's what we have to ask ourselves. Um, you know, I've been away from a lot of things, you know, for, for a while now, and, um, and incubating, you know, ideas, and doing what I needed to do to, to, to how do I say, uh, 
to deal with the resistance that comes with making change in the world. You know, we ask ourselves, you know, how come these things haven't been around or why was this thing not invented? There was a reason. There, there were forces that were set up to prevent, you know, certain patterns of evolution, certain patterns of development, right? All this, 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 this street hustle, right, it, it, it would have dominated it if it really had, you know, access early on, which is why it was suppressed, you know what I mean, which, which is why it was met with resistance. But we have the ability now to see the resistance, acknowledge it for what it is, and go beyond it and go past it, you know, and I think it just takes courageous folks, you know, who are not afraid to see the new world that's on the horizon, you know, separated by education and economics. You know, we actually can make spaces for everyone, but it requires that the creatives, the academics, you know, the intellectuals, those who think with their heart and emotional intelligent ones, you know, all come together, you know, in the same platform with the same kind of driving and unifying, unifying forces to see this world improve. We have the answers. We have so many of the answers. We have the technology. We have the wealth. We just have to be willing to share it. And in order for us to do that, we have to do the work in and on ourselves so that we can be conduits of change and improvement for other people. Because that's really what it's about. We have the ability. We have to be in a position where we're willing to do that for others because we're so confident in our own abilities, in our own grace, in our own blessings that we can actually pass knowledge and information on to others. But we can make a way. You know, I, I think part of the reason why there's so much invention in the technological space right now is because you have a lot of young cats who weren't given the tools, but they certainly have the ability. And what the space does is it neutralizes so much so that you know, if you don't have on the right clothing or you don't choose the, all the right words all the time, you still have a way. So in that respect, we should be very proud, you know what I mean? Very, very happy, very pleased with what's happening. Um, we just want to make sure that we retain freedom, though. You know, and that we, uh, we always retain our right to our integrity, you know, that no amount of money or no uh, kind of relationships compromise our ability to make decisions that aren't just money-based, you know Can what I mean? Can you say that but one are, more time? Yeah. Say that one more time. <laughs> to make sure that we're, we're in a position always to make decisions that aren't just money-based, but that are moral, that are ethical, that are right, that are right, that we evolve, you know, uh, we evolve morally, emotionally, spiritually, uh, uh, ethically as we evolve technologically, financially, we just have to make sure that we, we're aligned, you know? I wasn't even prepared to talk. I'm no, you ain't, hey, hey, a voice that's been missing for too long. <laughs> Come on back, sister. Come on back. We need you. We need you. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Jalen Brown, thank you, sir. Ready for war, you ready to rap, you ready to talk.